Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, we talk poke book. Who pokes on Facebook anymore? Insomnia, blacklists, we're over it. Also, robot lawyers and a whole lot more. Please follow us on TikTok, search for The Roadhouse Show, and on Facebook, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. And while you're here, please subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. We love you. Bounce from the Roadhouse! Do you guys remember when Facebook first started? They had all these games that you could play and barely, <laughs> barely. Oh, I, Farmville. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Which recently was laid to rest. Was it? I had a little uh, pet golden retriever that I had to feed every day. Oh. I played that game. I also really want a golden retriever, so it's my dream dog. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe the game's still there. You could go play it. <laughs> Pretend. And then I can have my dream golden retriever. <laughs> yeah. I think when Facebook first started, I wasn't really into social media at all. At all? So, so I didn't, I, like, I would go months without even opening the app. Not all of a sudden, it open it, and it's like you've been poked by twenty people. <laughs> like yeah. what? Do you want to start your Farmville thing? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Leave me alone! And I just get out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of poking, sometimes you get a random poke. I don't even know how to poke someone. It's so funny that you brought that up because that literally happened to me today. Really? By what? a dude <laughs> that I've never seen before or met. I had no idea what his name was. We didn't know this about you. Think Sitch. about this. It's wow. during the stock show, too. Damn. So what's Ooh. really going on? Uh-oh. Oh. You got cowboy poked. You got cow poked. <laughs> <laughs> cow tipping. I don't know. I'll be honest. If somebody pokes me on Facebook, and I know it still happens, I uh, automatically assume it's spam. Yeah. Or yeah. they're going to somehow leak in and get everything I've ever owned. Or my credit cards and everything. Yeah. Quit poking me, dude. That's I don't even scary. know where to go to poke someone. No, me neither. I was trying to look it up, but I'm not it, finding it's it. It's weird and should be removed. <laughs> well, <laughs> and sometimes when you do get poked, it'll take you to that place. And then you see all the other pokes that are yeah. waiting to get poked back. <laughs> it's like, wow. And I can't just walk away. I got to poke back. I see, <laughs> oh, no. I don't. And it's, I never get poked by who I want to. It's always by like, really? That's <laughs> just poking me in. <laughs> Come on, Rebecca. Why won't you poke me? I, yeah. think, I think poking should be its own app. So we need like a poke book. Yeah. <laughs> poke book. Poke space. Yes. We need that. Yes. It needs to be separated. Poke talk. Poke, poke ter. <laughs> yeah, oh, poke like Twitter. Poke ter. Pokegram. Yeah. <laughs> Tweet poke. Oh. Uh, yeah, we need to poke more. Yeah, Remove. There's this conversation that came up at my house about how I can't say this word. Okay. I'm going to say it once, and then I'm not going to do it again. Okay. It's Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> Rio de Janeiro? I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Uh, Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Yeah. Rio wow. De, hmm. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> but there's another one. Boudoir. Oh, Boudoir? photos. Boudoir? Is that how you say it? I think you have to add, like, some French on it. Boudoir. 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 See, we all say it different. Is Which it one's boudoir, right? Boudoir or is it boudoir? I think that's past and, and pretense. I'm going to go get some boudoir pictures. Yeah. I have my boudoir photos. Boudoir. <laughs> boudoir. See? I, I found know. another word I can't say. <laughs> I kicked her right in the boudoir. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like a piece of furniture. Yeah. Oh, it does. Where's my jacket, honey? Oh, it's over there in the boudoir. Yeah. In the boudoir room. Yeah. I wish I was a boudoir taker i wish i was a photographer what man doesn't <laughs> well i mean it in a real way because i do think that that is a very beautiful 
way of taking photos. I do think they're sometimes done wrong. Like uh, Russ here at work, I've seen some of his stuff, and it makes it art. It's, like, so beautiful. And you could tell, like, the woman is empowered by these photos and just feels better because there's just – they're sexy. They're beautiful. You could you see the best of the woman, the art of it, and then there's other ones you see that you're like, Ugh, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't. I feel like I'm just one click away from looking at porn. Yeah, you know? I like the the ones you look look at, and it becomes a story in front yeah. of your eyes. Yes. Yeah. There's a, there's a woman that I follow on TikTok who is a boudoir photographer, boudoir? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she narrates their story oh, over wow. a video of her taking their pictures and it'll bring you to tears That's some cool. of the stories That's neat i love it and so now when i look at those pictures i look at them in that way wow Ooh. that's interesting you you want to know the story of the person yeah. in the picture yeah, and that's that's the fun of art, right? Like when you look at a canvas of a cabin in the hills, you're like, I want to know the story of this cabin. Like it's that when it's done right, you're like, wow. When you're looking at a boudoir photo of a, of a female, you're like, I want to know her story, kind of. Or you you make up a story in your own mind, like, oh, you know, she's a mistress looking for <laughs> a mister. <laughs> and I am her mister. Yeah. yeah. It brings out the sexy in all of us, those yes. pictures. Yeah. I think maybe you should get some done. <laughs> I, I thought about it. I truly did. I thought me and the wife should go get boudoir photos, not together, not like couple ones, but like in one room she's doing hers and one room I'm doing mine and you know we compare photos and then put them up in the living room <laughs> boudoirs. welcome to our house these are our boudoirs <laughs> we we got them done it in Rio de Janeiro Joe. <laughs> yeah. all right let's talk about the national anthem we know that Chris Stapleton's the first choice for singing the national anthem well, we at the Super Bowl we don't actually know that what if he well wasn't? I looked into it yeah did you yeah <laughs> And he was the first choice. He was the first choice. Which, honestly, I've never heard him sing the national anthem, and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Because I bet it's going to be Chris Stapleton-esque. Amazing. <laughs> you know? If you don't know what the first choice thing is that we're talking about, a couple years ago, I had dislocated my collarbone, and I was singing the national anthem at this really cool event for two days. And I waited to go to urgent care until I was all done with the national anthems. And I went up to the people afterwards and I said, thank you so much for having me uh, a part of this, blah, blah, blah. And the guy was like, well, actually, you were our second choice for <laughs> for this event. <laughs> and so now every time I've, I'm asked to perform the national anthem, I'm like, so am I your first choice or your second choice? Because usually Brandon is the first choice. Oh, yeah. And didn't this happen to us over the weekend? It sure did. <laughs> It was awesome. Again, every year. It was awesome. And I don't like singing the national anthem. I just want that to go out there. I'll do it. But honestly, Amy is so much better at it than I am. And so it happened. We're at the special rodeo on Saturday. And uh, they come up and they're, Brandon, uh, will you sing the national anthem? And whoever they had planned to have do it couldn't make it because of the weather or something. And and I was like, uh, no. But you know what you should do? <laughs> you should ask Amy. She's coming any second now. And make sure you tell her she was your second choice. <laughs> and you sang it the night before. I did. As the first choice. I did. And I didn't mess it up this time. Last year at the Wild Costume Bronc match, I screwed it up. How did you screw it up? I had sang like a couple lines. Or I got in the middle 
of it and was just kind of like checked out and then was like, oh, no, where am I? And so I just sang the line over again and kept on trucking through the song. Oh, my god! But it was like, yeah. And That's one song you cannot screw no, up. No, because everybody knows. Like if I'm if I'm singing, should have been a cowboy, uh, uh, I should have learned to drunk and drive or something like that, right? Those are the wrong words. Nobody cares. They're like, yeah, whatever, right? Not the national anthem. <laughs> no. Everyone's like. Oh, my gosh. He just messed up the national anthem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a but, pretty big deal. So, and you, you know what? You gave me a complex, too. <laughs> when I, after, the, after I was like, yeah, I'll sing it. And then I'm like, oh, crap, do I know the words? Yeah. <laughs> and so Summer had to look them up for me just so I felt comfortable again. It's how it is. That's the song. It's not. It is a difficult song to sing correctly. But musically, it is difficult. You know this, Amy. It's a very difficult song. But not only that, but the psyche side of it, the psychological side of knowing that everybody in the world knows this song word for word (laughs) and how it should be sung. And you're about to go grace the presence of that microphone and sing it. It's difficult. Mm -hmm. And the silence in the room. Yeah, everyone's silent and they just stare at you. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear the big note, you know. (laughs) Oh, oh, scary. (laughs) It is scary, but I love it. I do love it. It is fun. Even though I'm second choice every time. Yeah. Just wait until they hear me, and then oh. you guys will be third choice. <laughs> Can you sing us just a little bit of little bit of it? <laughs> oh, say can oh, you see? And Told you. That's all we needed. So, third choice. <laughs> Ro- Roseanne uh, Jr. Hundredth choice. <laughs> Our New Year's resolutions. How far in are we? Cough. About, about a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, January's uh, coming to an end. <laughs> So let's start with summer. How are you doing with the no vaping? I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. I get stressed out, and when alcohol gets involved, I really want it, but we're staying away. Really? So how long has it been? Well, so it's been a solid, I think, a week and a half that I've touched it from the last time. Like touched it or smoked? From the Christmas party. Oh, okay. So that was the last time. And really, that was about the only time, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's Good not job. bad. Thank Good you. job, Summer. Way was that go. your only resolution? No, and it was to take more pictures. That was my other one, and I've been snapping them photos. <laughs> and that nice. is because your New Year's resolution last year was to stay off your phone. Yeah, <laughs> and then I got to the end of the year and was like, I don't have any pictures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I funny love how that. that that works out, and it? yeah, I've been there. Well, how about you, Amy? I'm doing great. Are you? Yes, mine is to work on Amy's outside because last year it was Amy's, mm. you know, inner self. Oh. And I'm doing great. I am loving working out. I feel so good. Like I was working out last night. And I was like, I freaking love this. Yeah. I just feel so good and I'm so strong. I'm, mm. you know, I had a dislocated collarbone and it's still dislocated, but I'm doing push-ups again and nice. Yeah. Look at you. I know it hurts, oh. but I just. I just conquer it, and I just keep going. Never once have I said while working out, gosh, this feels good. Oh, I do. I <laughs> love kidding. it. I, I have. It's a great escape. It is. Well, yeah, mine's doing good. The The Christmas tree's out of the driveway, and uh, I have been getting things done <laughs> a lot more. And Wait, you know, let's start off. What is I've your been, New Year's resolution? Oh, to not procrastinate and uh, to just eat healthier, be healthier. I need to lose some weight. I'm fat. And... Uh, <laughs> So I'm doing pretty good there. I think I'm about 10 pounds down from where I was about 40 pounds up. And so we're doing pretty good there, about a quarter of the way down to where we should start a dying a long time ago. But other than that, trees out of the driveway. I've been getting a lot more stuff done uh, than I need to. Little things like nothing we're talking about. But yeah. Great. 
Awesome. Look at us. Uh, yeah. And and then Megan sent you to work with banana bread. Correct. This Two slices of banana bread. One for you, <laughs> one for Summer, one for Amy, one for Summer. And, and yeah. It's made of bananas. Yeah. And it's it's healthy. Yeah, so it's healthy. Yeah. It's like a vegetable. The Roadhouse presents Dream Job Alert, a public service to inform our listeners about employment opportunities that pay a ridiculous amount of money to do stupidly easy things. And now, today's dream job. There's a canned fish company. They're offering $1 million to the person who can discover a mermaid. Um, what? Well, Chicken of the Sea, they have a mermaid mascot. Oh. So they want to know if mermaids are real. First person to bring one back or proof of one gets $1 million. Mm. You only have to submit video evidence, but they would also have to set up an interview between the mermaid and the company's mermaid expert. Hmm. And I, I love the rules. They go into depth here. They're taking this very serious. <laughs> the rules stipulate for avoidance of doubt, aquatic animals such as manatee. So you're out, Brandon. Fish. <laughs> Lobsters, dolphins, jellyfish, sharks, sea turtles, starfish, crabs, octopus, whales, seahorses, squid, swordfish, shrimp, killer whales, manta rays, and others, plus oysters. Are not mermaids. Oh, good to wow. know. Good yeah. to know. And you do have to have this in by the end of February. Oh. Easy. Oh. So, how do we find a mermaid and become millionaires? So, I think that I could be the mermaid. We'll just fake it. Okay. No, because I don't think you would answer questions like a mermaid would if they I'll, interviewed you. I'll pretend to be a guppy. How would they answer? You have to answer in like a sing songy voice. Oh, and yeah. And you have to sound uh, heavenly. Uh, Haven't you heard me sing? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> where, do, where, can you, where should we start? Where do we start looking for a mermaid? All you need, rocks. Oh. I love the rocks. They sunbathe. Oh, yeah. And fried food mm. because they're queens. Mm-hmm. And specifically clams, fried clams. How do you know this? With tartar sauce. Because I've seen one. Where? What? Yes, yes, I've seen one. No way. Um, Tell us. Was it in North Dakota? No, it's here. Pactola. <laughs> At Pactola? There's, there's a mermaid in Pactola Lake. I've seen it. Are you kidding what? me? I've had fried clams, fried clams there, and I was on the rocks, and then a mermaid came up to me and she was singing. What did she sing? What'd she sound like? What'd she look like? Um, Ariel? Did no. She look like Ariel? No. Did she have shells covering her breasts, or were they exposed? Starfish. No. Shells. Wow. What? Yeah, lots wow. of shells. You didn't get a selfie with her? No, I'm like, I'm respecting. Oh, was it a mermaid or a merman? Oh, that was definitely a woman. Oh, okay. Did she leap into the air and swat her tail on the water for you? Yeah, I made a big schmack. Oh my God. You know what's weird is why do they call it a maid? Mermaid. You tell us, Brandon. I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe she likes to clean. Why did it like, was it like murring around and then it was also serving things like a maid or cleaning up? Does it? Well, water's not dusty, so right? they're well, clean. Is it down there sucking the algae? <laughs> <laughs> no response. Getting the rocks no off? Comment. I mean, I don't know. Does she have friends? Yeah, she has friends. She has one. You? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> well, let's go find her. Um, if we can't find a mermaid, guess what? We can just send in a picture of us as a mermaid, and we could win $2,500. Oh, hey, perfect. $2,500. Bucks. $2,500. Bucks. She looked the most like Brandon, so. 
Oh, Ooh, so she had go. a beard. Let's go. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready to play some TV theme songs. Me too. Okay, I'm going to play two now, two later, and we're going to see who wins. Summer has been taking Brandon down week <sighs> after week. Yep. <sighs> and this first show, I actually do not watch, but I know a lot of people have seen it. Okay, come at me. Murder, she wrote. Sounds creepy. Is this the one with that clown in it? HBO. Vampire Diaries. No. Big City. Sex and Gotham. Starts with an S. Samsonite. <laughs> Suck. Hmm. I don't know. Come on, guys. Sikowski. Uh, Politics. Oh. Suck Force One. <laughs> There's so many people listening right now that are like, what? Oh. I can't believe oh, you don't man. know this. So suck is the beginning of it? Or That's the beginning of it, yeah. It's in the title? Mm-hmm. Huh. I have no clue. I'm going to have to pass. Well, I guess I'm getting this point. Sure. Succession. Oh, okay. Oh. Still never seen it. I've never even either. heard of it. But yeah. it's a huge... My parents love that show. Oh, oh. really? Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yep. You're going to have to go binge that Succession one. Succession it is. Well, we're both losers on that one, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to go back to when you were a child. Hearing this one takes me back and makes me all warm and fuzzy inside. Oh. It was even filmed here. Braveheart. Oh. Easy. It's not what I thought it was. I was going to say Dancing <laughs> with Wolves. If you don't get this, I'm going to be so bad. House on the Little Prairie. Little House on the Prairie? That's right, but you didn't say it right. So it's a little house on the prairie. Yes. Because uh, the prairie's bigger than the house. Okay, it's not House on the Little Prairie. Well, excuse me. Laura Ingalls. Okay, yeah. Yep. Such an awesome show. Laura Ingalls reached out to me one time on. She poked me on Facebook. She did. So, who gets that point? I think Brandon got that point because I said it wrong. So, I'll give it to him. Brandon won. Summer zero. Okay, back for more TV theme songs. Brandon's got one point. Summer has zero. This could be the end of her winning streak. Uh, no. Uh, technically, it ended the last one that I won. So. Okay, uh, would you guys like to start going back in time or something more recent? Something hey. more recent. Something more recent? Mm. Okay. Now, I know Brandon has heard this in his home, and I believe you have as well, Summer. Hmm. America Ninja Warrior. And your wife knows the answer already. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is one of her dumb shows. <laughs> um, House of the Dragon. No. no. Just kidding. Let me know when you're ready for a clue. 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> oh, this, this is this is this has got to be like a Bachelorette or something. No. Bachelor. Oh. Are we ready for a hint? Yes. Is he my dad? Is he my dad? Every episode. Is he my dad? 
Oh, this is that stinking show, Blacklist. Yes. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, Brandon won. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, every, that show Every was... show, they're chasing some criminal, and she wants to know if he's her dad. It's like 10 seasons ago. She still don't know. Give up. Who cares who your dad is? You know? It's like, who cares? You're fine without him, you know? We can't find these super secret criminals without the one criminal guy who might be my dad. <laughs> Blacklist. Coming out next week, a new episode. Will she find out who her dad is? I don't know who my dad is. Jeez. The FBI agent with daddy issues. Oh. Well, there's that. Turn it off, babe. Okay, we're going to go back in time for this last one. And you better get it. Uh, I have to. Brace yourselves. Come at me, bro. To fight for the win. Well, he... Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. But I can say this. If this came on, I'd change it. <laughs> Do I need to give a hint? Not sure if it'll help. Gary Coleman. Different strokes. Different strokes. <laughs> yeah, it's right there in the song. Oh I'm, like, my God. I'm like, different strokes? What kind of weird pun is this? <laughs> I used to love that show. This is I've never watched it. Are you kidding? No. Wow. Well, because it was in the 70s. Well, what, what was the other actor's name? Ricky Shorter? Sounds right. Yeah. Gary I mean, Coleman. I can't remember what his older brother's name I think name I know was. Gary Coleman, but from the bad things that he's done. Didn't he do something naughty or something? Gary no. Coleman? No. Oh, I don't know. I don't know him from his acting career. I know him from headlines. Is Gary Coleman really short? Like, yes. He's small. Yeah, he looked he looked young his entire life. Okay. Hmm. I know who you're talking. Well, good job, Brandon. Thanks. Two out of three or I guess four. Nope. Ain't bad. Brandon takes the win this time. Good job, Brandon. Way to come back. Thank you very much. It all started when I was a child. My mom gave me the ability to sit and watch TV and my dad allowed me to control the remote. <laughs> thank you very much. And here we are today. Brandon now holds the TV theme song belt. I want to <sighs> thank my fans. Uh, I want to thank my parents. Um my brothers, my wife. There was a lot of TV to watch over the weekend because of the snowstorm and summer. I think that's all she did. I did. I binged all weekend. Several shows, right? Yes. So from I watched, start to finish. Yep, eighteen eighty three from wow. all the way through, and then nineteen eighty three, nineteen eighty three, nineteen twenty three, and then King of Tulsa. What's King of Tulsa? King of Tulsa has Sylvester Stallone in it, and he mm. is he got out of jail. He was in jail for 25 years, and they relocated him to Tulsa, and nice. he's still mob boss in there. Hey, you know, I'm still kind of a mob boss. You want to pull me over right now? <laughs> right? Now, back to the important shows. Uh, 1883, what did you think of that? I cried. You did? Yeah. It was pretty wild. That was a good one. Out of all of them, I think it was one of my more favorite ones, I think. Even more than Yellowstone, just because I, it wasn't as mobstery as Yellowstone is. So I liked it a little better. And it had Tim and Faith in it. Eh, They're like too. a power couple. They are. I go and for some more Faith, whoever that Tim fellow is. And Faith he. got to slap him. And Sam yeah. Elliott too. He was in there, and yes. he's, you know, he's your dad's doppelganger. He is. He is. Yeah. Wow. And well, so, what did you think of 1923? I thought it was really good. I'm excited for Spencer to come in and yeah. entertain us all. <laughs> um, anything more with Spencer? Look, I'm a dude, but that Spencer guy's got it's like, hey, how you doing? 
Mm-hmm. He took his shirt off and my mouth dropped. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Me too." My man was like, "Oh, great! Now that, this." <laughs> that's how I felt about his girlfriend when they were on the beach. I oh, was yeah. like, "Yeah, yes. oh, oh, why don't you guys roll around in the sand a little bit?" I yeah. loved that part. I re- I had to rewind it and watch it again. Uh, I have an uncomfortable feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such a beautiful, passionate moment. Yeah. I, I liked when he when she was reading him the letters. Yeah. You could see it in his face that it was like touching him, you know. Yep. Just, yeah. And her. Yeah. Like she was just falling in love with him even more. Learning about his family. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And did bring him close together. It's cool when you see love just come out of nowhere. It's like they knew they were meant for each other. Or she knew. He was like, I'm going to go kill some tigers. And then, you know, she <laughs> was like, as, I like you. As soon as she sat down at the bar with him. I knew that she was going to be a big character in the show. Yeah. You yeah. just knew. Huh? I just knew. Wow. There was that connection. <laughs> there was. There was. And I, it's, it's a pretty cool show. I can't wait to see where it, it, it takes us. It's yeah. just wild. It's weird to think 1923-ish, right? That time frame isn't that long ago. Okay, 100 years ago. But that's my grandpa. My grandpa's time. And, like, that's almost Old West, New World kind of thing still going on in ni- 100 years ago. Our grandpa, mm-hmm. you know, that's wild. It that's was really I, cool to see. Yeah. 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 If I could give it four thumbs up, I would. Well, I mean, you could give it two thumbs and big toes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to give it two thumbs, two big toes. What do you guys yeah. Definitely. Think? Exactly the same. Enthusiastically, yes. <laughs> Put your seatbelts on because this one's about to get wild. Oh, no. You guys, this 66-year-old retired woman, she lives in Texas. Her name's Elaine. And she can't get men to stop from showing up at her house for sexual relations. Oh, All man. What right. a What a problem. She's not happy about it. <laughs> These men have been showing up for the past year at all times of the day and night. There's been at least 25 of them. They're young. They're old. They're local. They've traveled long distance. Hmm. All kinds of men. <laughs> she says that she's figured out that her address... <laughs> is being used by a scam. It sounds like this naughty website gets the men to pay through Venmo for various services, and then they give them her address. What? Listen to how angry she is. How can a man go to a house in a neighborhood thinking they're going to get sex? As many hookers and prostitutes are out there, go get one. Leave me alone. Some sex website that nasty old men go and look for sex they pay venmo for the services and then they get my address and they come here yes i have my smith and wesson 357 magnum loaded four inch barrel next to me and i answer the door with it she is fed up yes she wow. is she sounds like the grandma from tweety bird <laughs> she does <laughs> I mean, geez, if this is the service the men are looking for, they probably could have just stayed home with their wives. (laughs) (laughs) Denied. (laughs) Remove. Do you consider yourself lazy? Yes or no? Yes. Moments. On the count of three, we'll answer it. One, two, three. Yes. Did we have two yeses? Yes. And Brandon said no. See, (laughs) I think his should probably be yes. Wow, thanks. (laughs) <laughs> oh, but there's somebody on our side here. There's a company in Japan that just created a wearable beanbag chair. Wow. And they're ridiculous looking. You look like Grimace from McDonald's when you put this thing on. That, okay. That's a purple guy, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's basically like a sweater, but you look it kind of looks like a fat suit 
and you can just plop down anywhere. You you are wearing a beanbag chair. Wow. They come in different colors, different sizes. The child size, 60 bucks. The medium is 80 and the large is 120 but guess what? You might lose weight by being lazy because it weighs 11 pounds. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to envision myself. For instance, right now the Black Hill Stock Show is going on. So I'm walking around the stock show. Often a guy does get tired, putting on all those miles, checking out all the vendors. And you're like, oh, I'm just going to plop her down. But the whole time you've been carrying around this 11-pound bag on your back. I don't know, bumping into people. It'd be sweaty. Look like a Kardashian walking around. <laughs> what if you put you had clothes made that you could wear over it? <laughs> so You could just sit, sit down anywhere. But you know how like they have those jeans. those weighted vests that you work out in? Yeah. You could just, I can you imagine me doing the stairs over at Sue Park? <laughs> yeah. Wearing this? Just yeah. like running up the stairs, waddling, running around the track. Yeah. Just like running, people are like, whoa. <laughs> and then when I get tired, I can just sit. I want one of these. I think we should order one. It's 120 bucks. What if we split it? Well, I need a small. I need a children's size, probably. No, we need the 11 pounder. That's probably going to be too big for me. But I've got this. I mean, you I could totally lazy. take a nap in the 11 pound one. I'm you guessing. and Stitch could wear it at the same time. <laughs> Ugh, I wouldn't want to share a beanbag with Stitch. No. <laughs> so we were talking about insomnia earlier. Yeah. I have trouble falling asleep. Sometimes my mind just won't shut down. I don't have mm. trouble falling asleep. I have trouble staying asleep. So I'll fall asleep for like an hour or two, and then I'll wake up and then go back to sleep within 20 to 30 minutes. It mm. happens all the time. Yarks. Yarks. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. What about you, Sam? I have bad dreams, so I don't sleep very well. So Aww, Wait, I'm you sorry. should check into that. Yeah, probably one day, but... They're not something I want to look into. I can I, have some people that can help you with that, though. I I struggle with uh, sometimes if I've got something big coming up or people are depending on me for plans or, you know, I struggle with sitting there at night worrying about the details that I can't do anything about right yep. now. Like I'm not behind. It's not like I'm messing them up or nothing's wrong, but I'm like, I got to make sure I don't forget this. <laughs> yep. So I'm just going to lay here and think about it all night. You know, um, same way, same way. It's that OCD in us and uh, just, our, yeah. you know, for us to be perfectionists, you know, we want to yeah. make sure we do a good job. This could be what causes us to, to lose sleep and stay up all night because they're saying in order to fall asleep and have nice dreams and everything is to think of a happy memory mm -hmm. as soon as you get in bed. I used to listen to affirmations before going to sleep or calming music. Really? Mm, yeah. Mm. My son says this prayer at night and I can be in the worst mood and the prayer makes me feel so good inside. What is the Aww. prayer? Do you want me to say it? Yeah. He says, dear God, thank you for today. Thank you for waking me up. Thank you for every heartbeat and every breath. Help us to love you more this week. And to love others. Aww. Oh, my God. I know, see? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you should hear it in his little cute kid voice. Oh, Hell man, yeah. that's amazing. That's I know. Really I wish I had a Michael in my life. <laughs> yeah, so uh, see just something happy before you go to bed. Oh, something that. that makes you feel good. What's a happy memory? I mean, you got your prayer, but what's uh, The a happy first memory? time that Michael called me mommy. Aww. Aww. Yeah. Summer? I so my newest like best favorite a drum set for Christmas. Oh yeah, and the look on his face. Oh yeah, that was sick. pretty good. What That's about awesome. you, Stitchell? Uh, it was about when me and Oakley were DJing Ignite for four years. We had your mom jokes with every song, and that's just something that it brings me back to. We it had such good laugh. times. It's the Burt and Ernie show with Stitch and Oakley. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> You're, 
Mine would be if it wasn't like my kids being born, because obviously that's always a happy yeah, exactly. memory, but would be just the other day this happened that I, uh, Megan was sitting in the recliner uh, on our couch and I went over there and laid on top of her and something about it was like so comfortable. And then she like started like tickling my back and like rubbing it. Ooh. I felt like a little baby again. <laughs> and that's like a happy memory. Like she makes me feel like so like. You know those TikTok trends where it's like all this noise, all this noise, and then the wife comes in and hugs Aww. the guy? Yeah. That's what that moment was like. It was just like, zoof, gone. And I'm like, I just turned it into jello. felt like you were being coddled. Uh, it bring back, uh, you know, when you're a baby and you're in, you're in the womb, swaddled. right? Yeah, being yeah. swaddled. That helps men. I'm just, yeah, it does. It sounds weird, but it does. And then I woke up and she had passed out from all the pressure and I had to revive her, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> baby, like, no! Wake up! <laughs> Alrighty, it is time for Funny Misheard Song Lyrics. We rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. To see who goes first. Boy, I'm wow. swearing. No more Bloody Marys. <laughs> well, maybe Shut just, her down. Let me just finish this one. Maybe one more one more biscuits and gravy, <laughs> and you should probably be okay. I'm so sorry. Wow. I remember my first time talking. Hey, hey. do you remember rock, oh, paper, scissors, yes, or is I, I going to get slurry, too? All right. One, two, three. Oh, we both got scissors. This paper, is this construction paper? So it ruins your guys' scissors. So. No, it doesn't. It <laughs> doesn't work that way. I'm not that drunk. You guys always do rock, and out of nowhere, you both do scissors. <laughs> really? Because we know what you're going to do. Ready, mm-hmm. Summer? One, two, three. <laughs> That's delayed. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to wait and see what you do. Come and on, then, guys. Oh, no. I don't ever drink. <laughs> <laughs> Just whatever. Do you want to? Do you want to just win? Yes. Okay, you won. Yay! Amy wins, but we still have to do the. But I get to choose to go last. Uh, Because I have the best song. Okay. Okay. So, So, who goes first then? I get to choose that Summer goes first. Okay. Okay. Summer, who you who you who you pick and play your song to? (laughs) I'm gonna pick you. Okay, fine. What song are we doing? Alanis Morissette. You ought to know about two sixteen in. It's after this, I think. We're getting there? I think so. Right here. What was it? And it's not fair to deny me of the cross I bear that she gave to you. No, no, no. Uh-huh. You nailed it. I think she messed it up. No, I grew up listening yeah, to Atlanta. No, she... It's not the cross I bear that I gave to you that you gave to me. Yes, there you go. Boom. Sorry. He's Wrong. Right. Whatever. Pass Just because it. of one now, word. People are, well, hey, it's the name of the game. People are looking at us. You were yelling. It's all we're playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing a game. We're building a crowd over here. We are. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It's fine. <clears throat> all right, Brandon. What? Oh, you want me to test you? Oh, I got to test Summer now. Oh, okay, fine. Here we go. So you test him then. Yeah, I'm going to okay. test Brandon. Test these one too. What song is yours? Okay, I'm going to test Summer with a little jam they like to call Can't Be Wrong, Little Miss, Can't Be Wrong, Spin Doctors. And it just, you know what? Go to that verse. First verse, just tow it up. Are you ready? Okay, here it is. What was that? Ain't nobody gonna bow no more. It can't know something. I don't know. That's pretty close. You were pretty close. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna bow no more. Ooh, I got that. Yep. And then you gotta finish that line. 
Nope. Nope. Oh, <laughs> when you sound your gong. <laughs> when you sound your gong? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, ain't nobody going to bow no more when you sound your gong like, bong, like, you know, okay. religious thing. Yeah, <laughs> get it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to test you, Brandon. Okay. And the song is She's Like the Wind by Patrick Swayze. Oh. Here it goes. I'm sorry. Hey, what was it? I feel her breast in my face. <laughs> flying close to me. Patrick Swayze, you little dog. <laughs> is that what he says? <laughs> sure does sound an awful lot like I feel breast in my face. It's I feel her breath in my face. You. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Nobody wants somebody's breath in your face. But somebody's breast. Okay. Now we're talking. A lot of times when we've been here at Bronx for breakfast in the past, we like to people watch. And I know I see a lot of other people sitting around and watching all the people too. Yeah. So we like to do a thing that we call backstories. Hmm. Backstories. <laughs> Every single person that walks by has a story. Definitely. Yep. And we kind of like to guess what that story is. Like this woman over here. Drop dead gorgeous. You can tell she's probably in her 60s. But man, when she was young, I bet she was a rodeo queen. Oh, definitely. Look at her. Look mm-hmm. at that belt buckle. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely she gorgeous. She still wears ropers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oftentimes I make my living. <laughs> I don't get paid for this, but I compensated by just looking at people in their styles i feel like i've got a good keen style and what they wear and the style of boot to the cowboy hat to the style of shirt the way they wear it you can kind of judge like a real cowboy from a fake one see look look at the guy over there by the bar getting ready to to grab his stuff right there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is not a cowboy that is a truck stop cowboy <laughs> right there what is a truck stop cowboy where's the boots but see the the chain going to his wallet yeah truck stop <gasps> cowboy gotcha. oh, he probably he, has a harley too you won't see him at the cattle sales you'll see him at the flying j mm-hmm. you know so that right there and, and you could tell that he actually probably hasn't drove in a long time lost his cdl because he's got sleep apnea and never turned his documents in. Right. Um, but then you see this gentleman right over here is a long-time cowboy. He's got bold legs. You know what I mean? He's spent a lot more time on a horse than in a car. Um, that right there is a real cowboy. So that's and, the difference. Yeah. And like Summer has been noticing, no backside. Yeah, there's no booty on that guy. Mm-mm. But he's an award-winning bull rider. I could see that, definitely. Mm-hmm. You can tell by the way he walks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, and he actually, his dad... You could tell by looking at him, his dad was a stunt double for John Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) You think so? Yep. Oh, my God. Look at this one over here. You know, this guy probably went to college for 10 years, Mm -hmm. and he went to Boot Barn, bought that outfit, because he wanted to come down to the stock show and fit in. He said he's always wanted to be a cowboy, but his parents made him become a dentist, you know? Yeah. He wanted to get into pastures, not mouths, but here he is. (laughs) Yeah, and to live on the... The dark side, he's got chew in his mouth. Yeah. He's like, look at me now, Mom and Dad. He wanted to be a farmer, but instead he's checking people's corn teeth. You know? <laughs> I'd say, that's probably not chew in his mouth. That's probably beef jerky. You think yeah. so? Yeah. He's think trying so? to act cool, but it's just beef jerky packed into a Copenhagen game. <laughs> All day. Classic. I did that when I was a kid, too. What about this lady over here with her double fist and Mar- uh, <gasps> Bloody Marys? Mm, that's mm-hmm. my kind of girl. Uh, you know, she probably got a few kids. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think she's like a kindergarten teacher? 
That would be interesting. She oh, might be. She she is. She's a kindergarten teacher up at a school, rural school. Nobody, you know what I mean? She's got like 15 kids, K through 12. Yep. She teaches and this is the only time she gets time off. She gets to come on here and party it down. Yeah. She could be judging or grading papers right now, but instead she's double fisting. I don't blame her. Yeah, me neither. Hey, look at this girl ain't even wearing a bra. Oh, that's a guy. I'm Summer Stones, and here's your scoop. If you're not especially looking forward to February the 14th due to a recent breakup, one Texas venue has a promotion that could help ease the pain with a little old-fashioned spite. The San Antonio Zoo is once again hosting its Cry Me a Cockroach fundraiser. And all the money raised? Going to support the zoo's vision of securing a future for wildlife in Texas and around the world. How the zoo plans to do that? By allowing the heartbroken to name a cockroach after an ex or a frenemy, maybe a bad boss, or otherwise an annoying person for $10, after which the zoo will feed the said cockroach to an animal. I can think of a few politicians I'd like to name a cockroach after. And that is your scoop. You remember a couple weeks ago we talked about a robot lawyer and how it's going to argue in this case and do not pay.com this website is set up to, you know, fight parking tickets and get bank reversal fees on overdraft fees, things like that. Yep. And then they were going to Zoom this court case where this robot lawyer was supposed to help. The person fighting this ticket is going to have the AirPods in yeah. and they're going to listen to the lawyer's advice, blah, blah, blah. Remember that? Yep, 100%. Well, for those of you listening that missed it, just go to Bounce from the Roadhouse podcast. You'll hear the whole story. But... Now, Bernie found out about this, the roadhouse lawyer, and he's a little ticked off. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants a robot to take their job. No. Hello, I'm attorney Bernie Frivolous. There's been a lot of talk lately about robot lawyers taking over the courts. I say robot schmobot. Robots only think in black and white, right and wrong. They never consider what I call the glorious gray area of the law, bending the rules and the truth to get you the significant financial compensation you deserve. So if you want your carpet vacuumed, call a Roomba. If that Roomba runs over your feet and you want to claim pain, suffering, and emotional distress, call the Frivolous Law Firm today. I'm Bernie Frivolous. Let's sue someone together. After all, I'm the Terminator of Trial Lawyers. This is definitely going to put a a damper on Thanksgiving this year. We got time to prepare. But an old video from 2021 is circulating on TikTok. And I, of course, came across it. It shows Amazon's Alexa predicting the start of World War III. And it's this year. I wonder if she's going to be right. I hope not. There's this guy and he asks Alexa when World War III will start. And she says exactly at 6.05 p.m. on November 23rd when Russia bombs Germany. Whoa. That's scary. That is a little scary. And November 23rd is Thanksgiving Day. Wow. So we won't be thankful for that. No. If it does happen. So, yeah, that's not good. But, you know, Thanksgiving is kind of like World War III every year. I mean, it is. It's our war we you know wage onto the turkey <laughs> like how much turkey am i gonna eat how much pie am i gonna eat like there's a battle going it, on it's a war to keep your sanity yeah and your family well there's that too or you know keep your pants buttoned you gotta unbutton them get that second helping you know the huge 
Or will we be hiding in a bunker together this year? Well, if there's turkey and pie, I guess I'll go. <laughs> I'm predicting that Alexa is just being silly, and we're going to be fine. Yeah, probably just taking random guesses. Why we got to rush into it? Get it? Rush into it. <laughs> this guy does a lot of videos with Alexa, and he uses a feature called Skill Blueprints. I don't know hmm. if you play around with your Alexa, but yeah, she does a lot of things Alexa. that I don't utilize. Yeah. And you set up custom responses. So he probably, you yeah. know, set that up just to freak us out. Mm-hmm. He also does videos where Alexa predicts The Rock will be elected president in 2028 oh. and that Miami will be completely destroyed by a hurricane in 2025. Well, these are horrible things. I think he should move on to more positive Alexa conversations. Yeah, like Amy and Brandon win the Powerball. Yeah, that would be great. When will that happen? Never. You know. <laughs> oh. I'm not understanding what you're trying to say. Your correspondents are blurred at this time. It's time for the Roadhouse Mailbag. Help. I know some people have different interests in a relationship, but usually people are more aware and if the other half hates it. My wife loves to clean to opera. More so just Andrea Bocelli. I'm like, this is possibly the worst dang thing ever. She walks around cleaning, singing horribly, to the music just blasting. Why? I mean, then she just complains about not getting help. Me and the kids leave. How do I get her to quit? Help us out. How would you handle this situation? Please open mic your comment on the app. We're going to play a game that everybody's probably heard of. Never have I ever. We're going to go around the room, give our statement. We all have our little buzzers. Here they are. Summer, Brandon, and Amy. Okay, Summer, you should probably go first this time. Okay. Never have I ever snuck into some sort of establishment. Oh, gosh. Dive in. Uh, Well, back in the day as a teenager, you could sneak in. You know, one person would buy a movie ticket. Mm-hmm. Then you'd go open the exit door and sneak all your friends in. Oh, yeah. Clever. Also, in Chattanooga, there's this really cool aquarium place. And my friend and I used to sneak in through the exit. And we would walk through it backwards. We used to do that like a couple times a month. Nice. Nobody ever caught us. Maybe they just didn't care, you know. <laughs> Some fish, because it's an aquarium, some fish go against the stream. <laughs> it was know? like $20 a person to get oh, in. Wow. Jeez. So, yeah. Well, fish food ain't cheap, yeah. you know. I mean, I've snuck in all sorts of establishments. <laughs> I don't even know. We did the same thing. You sneak into movies. Uh, you know, I sneak into concerts now. Um, I just, you know, sometimes you just walk right on in. What's up? How's everybody doing? Just walk in. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, but especially as kids, we used to sneak into the Speedway back in the day. They used to, you could pay by the car load, oh. so you'd throw all your friends in the trunk. Oh, yeah. And then you'd drive in, or like you'd even throw a tarp or a blanket over them in the back seat or in the back of the pickup and then drive in. No, just the two of us, you know. <laughs> Same thing at drive-in movies. Yeah, drive-in movies, yeah. Yep. Just the two of us here on a simple date, you know. <laughs> but in reality, you've got like 15 kids piled in the yep. back, you know. But so when you snuck into the speedway it did you say that it was you had to pay by the car load yeah yeah so it didn't matter how many people were in the car no but i mean like if it was just the two of you it was cheap oh okay I but if you it. had a car load it was like whatever out of 25 bucks or it oh, might have been 10 okay. bucks for the two of you okay i'll you know. go next never have i ever had sex with more than one person in the same night <gasps> wow yeah 
Yep, back in my little risque party days. Yeah, that, that that happened once or brown chicken yeah. brown cow. <laughs> once or yeah. once or you know, did this happen more than once? Uh, just once, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh wow! We're just gonna leave it at that. Let's just say Summer really grew up now, and I'm satisfied with one person. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All understandable. Right. I, I'm not gonna share my story because my mom might be listening. So. <laughs> Good idea. Whoops. Anyway. Well, you could have said it was a friend. We'll just yeah, it was a friend. That same. I don't know this girl. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't some, know. Some random girl with friend, a season name. Friend of mine told me it was quite the night. <laughs> huh. All right, Brandon. Take Not a lot of sleeping. Well, here's my never have I ever. Never have I ever used someone else's toothbrush. <laughs> no. I've used somebody's toothbrush to clean a toilet before. Oh, oh I have done yeah. that. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, you could use toothbrush and a toothpaste to clean your jewelry, too. Comes out sparkly clean. Oh, And nice. cavity free. <laughs> so, but I, I personally have never done it, but I know a friend had like a one night stand with a girl. And then, you know, in the morning she got up and she's like, thanks. And he was going to give her a ride somewhere. And they get up and he's like, hold on, let me go brush my teeth. And so he went into the bathroom, grabbed his toothbrush that she was just in the bathroom and it was wet. And he's like, she used my freaking toothbrush. And like, he didn't know her. So he threw the toothbrush away, had to grab a whole new one. He was <laughs> mad. He's like, I'll never, he, I thought about calling her back. Never called her because she used my toothbrush. Wow. My first husband uh, cheated on me. So I filled the ice cube trays with dish soap. Ooh. And then I put condoms on the grocery list because I found some empty ones. So I thought you might need some more. And then I also cleaned the toilet with this toothbrush. That's like the same Got him. same situation with me. It's, yeah. He was a cheater and I found out. And mm-hmm. I used a toothbrush to clean the toilet and I never told him. And I don't think he ever knew. And quite honestly, the kind of guy he is, he probably still has the same toothbrush. Probably has mm. the same stinky breath too. Yep. Probably reuses the condoms. <laughs> oh. It's time for Stupid Headlines. This has been a stupid headline for a couple weeks now, and I'm really tired of it. Pamela Anderson is saying that Tim Allen flashed her on the set of Home Improvement way back in 1991. Yeah. And so the headline this morning is, Tim Allen is disappointed. And? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Who cares? The headline was so dumb. That I had to read it. And I'm tired of them going back and forth. Nobody cares. Quit talking about it. I know. Can we just say that we assumed they flashed each other and nobody cares either way? Pamela Anderson flashed the whole world. Yeah. We get it. She was young. It's kind of weird. Tim Allen does weird things. I don't know. None of this is news to me. I just, who cares? Yeah, we all love Tim Allen. He's probably worried about the whole hashtag me too thing. Don't worry, Tim Allen. You're Santa. Yeah, you're Santa. You've canceled everything out now. So... Me too, you know? Yeah. People are afraid you're going to put them on the naughty list. So do whatever you want. Can't yeah. put Santa on the naughty list. No, I mean, they're worried about them being on the naughty oh, list. Oh, yeah. No, you're good, Santa. Yeah. So what would make this headline better? If they did Flash Wars. Oh, okay. You know how we have little wars, like you have a war with Brendan? Mm-hmm. Like that. Okay. If it was just every time they seen each other, it was you had to flash as quickly as possible. Brendan and I down the hall <laughs> yeah let's be a little we, more specific we flip here. each other off oh okay and i'm winning so i far. thought you guys were in a flash so one. i like, oh. you just can't make eye contact yeah you just do it yeah 
I see. Now, what would make even a good headline too is if like that's was that was the set. Like everybody did it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was just like who's flashing who now? But it's kids and a dog. Be weird. You know, be a headline. <laughs> yeah. But those two back and forth. Who cares? You know? Yeah, maybe it was tradition to everybody flash before they start the show. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Or like, <laughs> remember like how the guy was always stuck behind the fence. We've never seen his face. Wilson. Wilson, but really on the bottom side. (laughs) It's back in the day in the RC trivia. How well do you know? DRA Knight with us. Where are you taking us? Today's question. Now a well-known hardware store just west of the Gap. This was a place where you'd buy elbow pasta, not a 90-degree pipe fitting. Huh. Wow. What was it? What was it back in the day? Now, there's technically two answers. But the other answer, well, we'll talk about when I give you the answer to the question. The other answer is so obscure you'll never get it. But, uh, yeah, one more time. It's a well-known hardware store, and it's just west of the Gap. You could buy elbow pasta back in the day, not a 90-degree pipe fitting here. What was it called? Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. Time for Dummy of the Day with D-Ray Knight. Yes, this story comes from my own, my old, rather, stomping grounds in San Diego, California. On uh, last Thursday, around 3 o'clock in the morning, a South Dakota, a South Dakota, San Diego Police, SDPD, yes. San Diego Police Department sergeant saw a white sedan parked in a handicapped spot in front of the traffic division station. He's like, that shouldn't be there. Goes to investigate, looks in there. There's a guy passed out at the wheel. Oops. In this white sedan. Well, the white sedan does not have handicap plates when he runs the plates. That's problem number one. But more importantly, the car is stolen. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So he's in the store. So they knock on the window. Knock on the window. The guy wakes up and um, they ask him, why did you do this? And he said, well, I was tired and I figured this would be the safest place to stop because there's so many cops around. Oh, man. <laughs> And and they're well, we can't argue with your logic there. But after a further investigation, they discovered drugs, you know, yeah. pipe, all that sort of thing These on him. My pants, <laughs> exactly. So, needless to say, he's going to be he's going to actually be staying in an even safer place. Yeah, oh. jail. It's back in the day in the RC trivia. How well do you know? We're back. We're going to find out the answer to back in the day in the RC trivia. Yeah, now a well-known hardware store just west of the Gap. Back in the day, you'd buy elbow pasta there, not a 90-degree pipe fitting. It's a Safeway store. It used to be a Safeway grocery store. Wow. And if you look at it, and you look even if you look at the floor, you go, oh, yeah, this okay. used to be a grocery store. Absolutely yeah. it was. And the way it's laid out, next time you're there, you go, oh, yeah, I can see that. This is where you come in and out with the automatic yeah. doors that would open up and things like that. It was a grocery store. Prior to that, and I found this out because when I was doing research on these questions, yeah. I talked to the guys that worked there. They've been there forever. Uh-huh. So one of the best things about this hardware store is that they have these Same old guys. guys who know hardware. They're excellent at it. Yeah. Right? They told me, yep, before that, it was a roller skating rink. No way. What? Yeah. what? Yes, it was a roller wow. skating rink way, way, way How back in the day. How cute is that? It's, they wow. should bring it back. Well, he definitely sounds interesting. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Help. Help. It sounds like he's hanging from a cliff. Well, and I sensed a lot of sarcasm, you know, in the, in the, in his in his voice. So it's yeah. like, you know, is it that bad that he's like, maybe he really is like, help. 
Yeah. Like, seriously, this is horrible. Yeah. Please, anybody. I couldn't imagine. Should we see what some of these open mics yes. are? Well, it's your house, too, so you all should be teaming up to clean it up. But here's an idea. Why don't you guys have a discussion, compromise on some music, involve the kids, then you can all sing like shit. But the house will be clean. Could be fun. <laughs> there he is. Ah. Uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Agree, disagree? I agree. I mean, yeah. that's the way it should be, but if she insists on constantly blaring Andrea to whatever, then yeah, man, that would get me out of the house. I wouldn't I'm already on the I'm already on the fence whether I want to help clean or not. And then you start playing something like that, I'm out. Oh, I love that stuff. Uh no. I actually had the same problem with my fiance and my children. They would sing out loud, blare their terrible rock and roll music or whatever my 14-year-old listens to. I went out for Christmas and I bought them earbuds. And now I just have to look at them when they're singing out loud and they just kind of tone it down. It's Valentine's Day's coming up. That'd be a great gift and just say, honey, I love you, but I don't love your singing. Yeah, she's got a point. Earbuds. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah. yeah. Or if you don't like my music get out yeah leave yep which honestly if andrea botticelli was being played <laughs> you would find me down at botticelli's eating not you know isn't that still a restaurant no it's not dang it i miss it though i do too but anyways yeah no i wouldn't maybe i'd just go get some pasta and come back she's done <laughs> but i'd clean house with whoever that was i would say if you guys don't want to help clean you don't get to choose the music yeah either help Fair enough. and you can pick a song or go somewhere else while i clean the house Bye. get in the car kids we're going to giggle bees <laughs> we'll have to see what pootie poo has to say brandon i have a major surprise for you oh your favorite show yeah is coming to an end i don't know what what <laughs> blacklist oh <laughs> After 10 years of Are You My Dad, You're Not My Dad, You're My Dad, You're Dead, You're Alive. I've got daddy issues. (laughs) My boyfriend's dead now, too. Yeah, Raymond Reddington's going bye-bye. Darn. Mm -hmm. Well, such is life. What are you going to do with all your time? Uh, Probably find a different list to watch. How many episodes do you think they had where she didn't know who her dad was? About 100 too many. 200 yeah 200 episodes of are you my dad we could have done that in 100 maybe even 30 (laughs) you know what i mean like we could let's wrap this up you know in case you want to watch the last season it's february 26th so you have time to binge the last (laughs) season if you want no thank you you know there's (laughs) there's lists out there of movies that or shows that ended too soon and leaves people wanting more like you want more why isn't there another season blah 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 blah, all this stuff and then there's the complete opposite shows that have gone on for far too long and have lost all storylines have no idea what the heck is going on and that's this one (laughs) blacklist huh everybody's got their list first came out i loved it i'm like that guy's so cool he's from the the 80s and 90s i remember this actor yes and he was like portraying this guy so in such a cool way yeah that he like he's attractive and yep. mysterious but yeah. it's the same thing every day every time every and, episode and the daughter his hashtag daughter hashtag not sure or whatever the girl the main character she's really pretty and I, and I thought she played the role really well like i was in and i think that's why i'm so heartbroken is like i fell in love and then after about 30 episodes i'm like 
I'm out, guys. This is the same <laughs> thing. Guess what's going to happen next episode? <laughs> it's going to some sort of weird FBI under secret agent. We need to find this guy that's a criminal. And guess what? He's going to help us find him. Might be my dad. Might not be my dad. We don't know. And the next thing you know, it's over. And we'll come and where's her mom? Week. Yeah. She well, doesn't have a mom either. No, they answered that. She was, yeah. a, she was a Russian. And she spy. doesn't even know who she is. And her mom was hot, too. Is she like this russian kid or is she yeah they answered she, all those questions okay yeah i gave up by by that nah, they answered no, i watched it far too long i followed <laughs> that line and as soon as they conquered all those things and like we figured out who the mom was that she was the daughter of a russian spy and that the dad who knows what the heck is going on and maybe it was this whole secret the whole time that she's been brought up to be an fbi agent or whatever she is and then that's like maybe i'm like wow this is gonna overflow into a whole different direction no <laughs> No, it's not. They had the list of criminals, and they would go find those criminals with another criminal. I mean, talk that about, might be her dad. Look, there's a time when you're playing hard to get with your significant other, and after a while, they just fall asleep because you played too long. Yeah. That's this show. I gave up. <laughs> I gave up on the episode. I don't remember what season it was, but we were about to find out that Raymond Reddington was Elizabeth's dad. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he was like, "Wait a minute, never mind." Like he. Next season. I was and so you're frustrated. Like, I'm out. Hashtag see ya. Who's her dad? Who cares? Honestly. Sorry. Well, if you ever want to annoy Brandon, invite him over to your house and binge Blacklist. Nah. Well, hi, Pooty Boo. Hey, who is this? You know who this is. Is this my favorite evil American morning show, Roadhouse, with uh, with the Amy, the Brandon, and the Summer? It is. It is. Ding, 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 ding. How are you? Great. We have another dilemma here, another problem, all right? See, what okay. it is, is this, this dude is kind of complaining about his wife. When she cleans the house, she loves listening to opera and uh andre botticelli or what andrea Andrea bocelli oh yeah andrea bocelli and uh just blaring the music singing along horribly and then she complains nobody helps because him and his kids their kids leave because the music sucks Uh, what is he supposed to do okay first of all this man is complaining because woman clean house? What is wrong with him? And it is absolutely ridiculous, even though in Russia that is standard thing. Uh, I think the problem is only that his music is wrong. Yeah. He needs to have a different music. And I understand He's the opera. I'm not a fan of opera. May I suggest Russian composer Tchaikovsky? He wrote 1812 Overture about Russian victory over Napoleon in War of 1812. He's fantastic piece, mm. even though I do admire Napoleon because he, like me, is very short, and he wants to conquer world and is dictator, much like myself. However, Napoleon was never shirtless, so that is, of course, the drawback. But I, I think that is what he needs to do. Wow, all right. Well, yeah. Just, just the change of music. That is all that is, is possible. And if he does not like Tchaikovsky, then he is not a man. Okay. <laughs> Fair Good enough. But I will tell you this. I, Vladimir Putin, do my own housework. What? Oh, really? Yes, yes, I do clean. Oh, I nice. clean. I clean the house. I, I vacuum rug. I, I, I do dusting. I use the sleeper. Uh, and uh, it, it is one of those. It, it, for me, it, it is little Vlad time. You know, yeah. I call it Vlad time. And nice. of course, while I'm doing all household chores, you know, 
shirtless. I am shirtless, yeah. Oh, I was yes. thinking maybe that's what you use the shirts for. No, 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 no. No? No, Only I the would, finest of material for you. Well, yes, of course. You do not use shirt to clean. No, 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 no. You use uh, you, you use sweeper. Sweeper is. <laughs> I don't know, know so, where you got sweeper. Are you a sweeper? Are you a pine saw kind of guy, or are you a bleach? A, a pine saw because it must have scent of fresh pine, like you are out in woods, shirtless. Oh. Killing bear with bare hands. That I is like what it. it reminds me of. I like it. That's nice. Well, I have to go now. We are planning uh, no offensive in Ukraine, so I have no time for your frivolity. We'll talk to you later. Zaras! It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy. It's Bartender Confessions. Hey, this is Cole from Rapid City. I've bartended here and in Las Vegas for about five plus years. And this is another crazy stock show story. I was actually working at Longhorn Steakhouse here in Rapid City at the time, bartending uh, on a crazy night. It was a busy night and obviously we were overflowing and on probably about an hour and a half, two hour wait. A lot of times when you're the bartender, you're getting a lot of people on that wait coming through, grabbing some drinks. I remember this guy specifically coming through and grabbing drinks because what would happen after he came to the bar? But we'll start at the beginning here. The guy comes up here, about a six foot four, pretty uh, pretty big built cowboy. Comes in, orders a round of drinks for the group of guys, and you can tell, well, he's been having some fun at the stock show most of the morning. So, got him all a bunch of beers, round of drinks, whatever. And then about 20 minutes later, I hear a commotion towards the back of the restaurant. The bar's kind of slowed down a little bit. Everybody's eating, there's not a lot of people grabbing drinks. So I go to the back and kind of see what's going on. And I see the same guy who's a little bit tuned up before, who is attempting to ride one of the placed saddles that sits on the side of the table. And I'm not kidding you here. Seriously, this guy actually was trying to get up and ride the saddle while his friends and the rest of the people at the table were trying to hold him back. It wasn't even his table that the saddle was attached to. Obviously, for display purposes only, you know, those letters can kind of blur together, apparently, to, hey, bud, come ride me. Obviously, we ended up having to kick him out because, uh, well, if his friends couldn't hold him back, you know, I'm sure he didn't really take too kindly to us either. But Stock Show gets people a little bit crazy, and that's another Stock Show story for you. Stay tuned for more Bartender Confessions. What's the moral of the story here? Here's the story. Ready? Mm. Brace yourselves. Yes, ma'am. Okay, this kind of sounds like a 1980s movie or something. Two weeks ago, there is an assistant coach of this girl's JV basketball team in Virginia. She decided to play in the game as a player. She's 22 years old. She was impersonating a 13-year-old who was out of town and wasn't able to play. (laughs) There's even a video of her online playing in the game. (laughs) She wasn't worried about anything, like... She wasn't even trying to stay under the radar or anything. She was just going all out. (laughs) Well, word got out, and she was fired by the school. Several other coaches, including the head coaches of the JV and varsity teams, were also fired. Whoa. Crazy. They they obviously must have been okay with it then. Yeah. And uh, the girls on the team decided to opt out the rest of the season. They're like, we're done. Well, yeah, that's embarrassing. They're like on her side. So the dad of the 13-year-old who was being impersonated, he was not happy. Coaches, you know, always preach to the kids about integrity and those type of things. So I was just shocked. I just need, you know, an apology, you know, because I haven't yet received one from, you know, the overseer of the program or nothing. 
You know, he just came out and just told us the stipulations of what was going to happen. But there was no apology. Yeah, dad's dad's not happy. No. So pro- uh-huh. probably shouldn't have done that. What is the moral of the story here? Well, the moral of the story is sometimes you just have to play down. You know, if you're in there and you know you're better than everybody, sometimes you just have to play down to not, you don't want to be noticed. You yeah. know, nobody's out here checking birth certificates. You know, just play down. Yeah. Yeah, or, you know, just play better than everybody so that, like, the best, the best, so that you win everything and they don't want to, you know, turn you in. Or carry that fake birth certificate around so when they check, you're like, no, I'm actually 13. Look at this. Yeah. Check my purse, you know. Did they win? Yeah. (laughs) What was her stat line? I don't know. I don't have that information. I mean, how many girls got fouled out because they were trying to get on coach whatever <laughs> i think the moral of the story is maybe get the dad's permission next time oh yeah can, can i impersonate your daughter yeah and he might have been okay with it hey, i'm just gonna fill in for your daughter is it cool yeah. are you gonna play as good as her and don't worry she can keep the stats <laughs> you know <laughs> she's just out there buckets pop, pop. i know i'm feeling the moral of the story thing but i just want her stat line like if she didn't have 55 10 and like 12 yeah then she kind of failed I don't yeah. even know what you just said. Oh, 55 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists. That's awesome. I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think at a little kid's school, 13, they even score 55 points as a team. Maybe. Probably not. So that would have been rad. And then how did they have to get caught? Yeah, that's probably did it. Did she right lit there. him up or? She was dunking Was it close? <laughs> <laughs> no, the moral of the story is you don't impersonate a 13-year-old, guys. Oh. The Centers for Disease Control says plaguing our country. Sharing a biased and polls show Americans are increasingly worried about. Here's something depressing. I think it's uh, depressing news. Nope. It's another edition of Good News with Stitch in Houston. OMG! That just sounds so covered in syrup sometimes I. <laughs> I have to just pause. Well, you paused, and now we're ready for good news. Let me tell you about Jay Whitey. Can I, Stitch? Yes. He helped save two dozen people during a winter storm in Buffalo last month by sheltering them in a school. You may have seen this around the news. Okay. The Buffalo Bills and Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York, which sponsors the team, thanked him for his actions by posting a video January 13th of retired Bills running back and Pro Bowl Pro Football Hall of Famer Thurman Thomas and his wife Patty surprising him with two tickets to the upcoming Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona. That's amazing. That's what you get when you help people out. I love that. Super Bowl tickets. Especially, there's a lot of good vibes and good news that have been surrounding the Buffalo Bills this year, besides the fact of them going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) So, a 10-mile stretch of Interstate 70 in Colorado got shut down for five hours on Saturday after being a, a big rig actually jackknifed in the snow. So, what does a bluegrass band called Elk Range do, Houston? In Colorado? I can think of some things. They got out and they just set up on the road and played music while people danced with nothing to do. Had to have been cold. Yeah, and they probably were high. (laughs) Uh, In the future, Stitch, millions of artificial dandelion seeds carrying pollen could be dispersed freely by natural winds and then steered by light towards specific areas with trees or flowers awaiting pollination. Now, you may be asking yourself, well, Houston, isn't this what normally happens? Sort of. The genesis for this wild imagination 
uh, and what and how this might work is the recent invention of a polymer assembly robot that flies by wind, is controlled by light, and inspired by the dandelion seeds we used to blow into the wind when we were young. Yeah. The robots are that big. Oh my, isn't that like nanotechnology? Light enough to be carried by the winds, the robot could be a game changer for almonds, apples, and other flowers in the face of declining pollinator populations. Is this to combat the, you know, the bees dying? Part of the problem, yes. Well, at least for forward thinking. The little tiny robots. <laughs> Can't wait to get one up my nose. We're already messing with Skynet and AI. Let's see how far else we can go. It's supposed to be good news, Stitch. Yeah. <laughs> so I can get behind this, all right, because I do this all the time. If you've got a big birthday or milestone coming up, you have to throw yourself a party. Or have somebody throw you a party, Houston. A study found celebrations are good for our mental health, which we're all advocates about, and good for our well-being. It just needs to have these three things. Can you guess what they are? Booze. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Friends and family, food and drinks, and it should highlight an important milestone. So like your 30th birthday, 40th birthday, or like you retiring or something of that nature. Not just a random party like sometimes I like to do. Do you know what helps me with my mental health, uh, similar to the story? Yeah. Is when you don't invite me to the party. Uh, <laughs> ouch. Hello. Uh, hi there. My name is Matt. I am with uh, Finer Foods for Finer Breeding, and I've got your uh, delivery here. I'm just trying to figure out how to get up your driveway where exactly you're located. Well, I'm located in Custer. Ah, perfect. And I'm in the right town, so I've got, I mean, this stuff is pretty temperature sensitive. Uh, you know how it is with these semen samples. And uh, so I just got to get them up there. I want to make sure we could get them inside and refrigerated right away. So, yeah, I just, I'll, I'll come in. I got about 12 boxes of the semen, and uh, I could put them in the freezer or wherever you need them. Wait, semen? What are you talking about, semen? Oh, yeah, we've been gathering up down here at the stack show, and uh, you're the address. I don't know why. I just, hey, I'm just the delivery guy for finer foods for finer breeding. <laughs> I got a lot of semen here. I know that. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, to be honest with you, some of it says bull, some of it says cowboy. So I, I'm not 100% sure if uh, half of these are from a bull and some of them are from the cowboys. I don't really know. They yep, were, just go ahead and slide them on in my freezer. All right, I'll slide them in your freezer. Some of these samples I know are very timely, and I don't know what you plan on doing with them, but uh, we're going to need to get it handled right away. <laughs> we're just kidding. This is the Roadhouse with ABS, Amy, Brandon, and Summer. She go. It's time to let the cat out. Wow! Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Tom Brady announced his retirement. He will be remembered for giving it all to his sport and only half to his ex-wife. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a real good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Tom Brady and Ozzy Osbourne are both retiring. One became a pathetic barely functioning shell of his former self over the past year. And the other is Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) 
John Legend says his secret to good skin is showering with Chrissy Teigen. Things got awkward when his friends added, yeah, me too. Man, that's rough. Uh, a consultant for a school district in Illinois was charged with stealing $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. A lot of chicken wings. In her defense, Chris Christie will be a guest at her Super Bowl party. <laughs> Tommy Lee inspired Axl Rose to write November Rain. Tommy's junk also inspired Peter Gabriel to write Sledgehammer. <laughs> oh, God. Come on, Amy. Really? I get it. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are about to start shooting Bad Boys 4. Hopefully, it doesn't conflict with Jada's schedule for G.I. Jane 2. The smack heard round the world. Adam Levine and his wife welcomed a third child. Insiders say baby has mom's smile and dad's wandering eyes. I got a Kanye one, guys. Kanye West is being investigated for snatching a woman's phone and throwing it. In his defense, he says the phone accidentally flew out of his hand while he was giving a Nazi salute. (laughs) And finally, the FBI searched President Biden's beach home in Delaware. This surprised Biden. Not the search, but the fact that he had a beach home in Delaware. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Delaware? What? (laughs) And that is the cat is out of the bag. Hi, Dr. BJ. Well, hello. How are you? Great. And how are you? I'm fantastic. I'm loving it because the stock show is in town and I love it. Look at you in your cowboy hat. Looking fancy. Are those rhinestone cowboy boots? They sure are. I didn't see those. Man, in those pants, Dr. BJ, what? I mean, just because the girls wear flare-bottom jeans doesn't mean you should. Well, I think they look really good on me. With the fringe and everything. You know it, girlfriend. Well, I hope you don't drop anything, because I don't think you could bend over. I kind of hope you do. I'd love to see it. No. (laughs) Well, are you ready, Dr. BJ? I sure am. Fire it up! I just want more. More of what? Never mind. What's the matter? Nothing. I don't know what she wants. I wish he would just figure it out. Well, I'm so glad the stock show is in town. One of my favorite things to do is to go out and dance, like Justin Moore last night. And then there's concerts tonight. More ladies and more people to dance with, which brings me to my love point today. Fellas! Do you not like to dance, watch chick flicks, rub her back, tickle her back, send flowers, compliment her, even take her to a special date? No, if you don't like that, I understand. Most of us feel the same, but she needs it and she deserves it. So you should pick one thing a month from that list and do it well. Your reward may be more than just a sandwich. (laughs) I'm Dr. BG. Sneak it in. Ow, I'm getting it from the both of you. I'm Dr. BG, and if loving another is wrong, then I don't want to be right. So. Okay, let's talk about something here. I was giving Brandon and Summer, you know, a hard time. Not a hard time. I was just trying to help them uh, yeah. to quit saying, I seen blah, blah. Yeah, like I seen you yesterday. You could say, I seen it on a TikTok. I saw yeah. you yesterday. We ran into each other yesterday. We met up yesterday. There's, Did you just say, I, I saw it yesterday? I talked to you yesterday. Past I tense. spoke to you yesterday. No. Uh, I talked to you, right? I seen <laughs> sounds 
like first grade level, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it Very does. Thou dearly beloved. It sounds like you grew up on Little House on the Prairie. Thou yes. dearly beloved, I had saw you the day before thou, and so graciously uh, that you were... Uh, uh, gave me your presence. <laughs> what am I supposed <laughs> in my oh, like? I gotta have like an old English calligraphy wow, pen, and he's got to get all smartassy about it. Well, it's like, but I mean, he's off the air when you said it's a y'all thing. That is yes. a perfect example of what it is. It is like to me, it's a mid. We are Midwestern. It's a Midwestern. I seen you yesterday. It's like saying y'all coming. You know, it's like, I'm Midwestern, and it gets on my nerves. Well, yeah, but how long did you live in Arizona? When did you move to Arizona? Because that's that's when you learn how to say saw. (laughs) What? You lost your scene. No, I learned it at (laughs) I learned to speak at school. (laughs) Yeah, so did we in the Midwest. But at eight, you moved to Arizona where they saw people instead of seen them. So did school teach you I seen the boy yesterday? Probably not. So then it's But what they taught me on the playground is what I really know. You exactly. Know? <laughs> That's where I spent most of it's my It's a Midwestern thing. <laughs> and, and I've seen everybody out but in the Texas playground. is y'all too. Did you see a pop? I did. It's not a pop, it's well, a soda. I know. Hey, I seen you yesterday drinking a pop. We'd fight about that. It's a pop. <laughs> in the gap. <laughs> in Where'd the you gap. Go up? <laughs> Nebraska. And she says, she says seen also. That's even worser down there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It's story time with Uncle Kevin! Look what you did, you little jerk! Yay! So, we all love music. All of us. And and I love polka music. Uh, By accident. My grandpa made us watch Florence Welk when we were kids. And thank God he did, because now I appreciate Florence Welk and Myron Florin and all that. Anyway, uh, I had a radio job in New Ulm, Minnesota. K-N-U-J. Your friend in southern Minnesota. Which, by the way, KNUJ is junk spelled backwards. And we would play uh, country music, but I had a one-hour polka show called The Dinner Time Hour. Which, to be, I was the sports director, but to do that, I had to do the polka show. Well, I was kind of mad they didn't tell me that. But you learn to love it, and they have a lot of local bands that, you know, uh, Six Fat Dutchmen are from... New Ulm, Minnesota, Whoopi John Wilfart and his band will play there from New Ulm, Minnesota. I mean, these are top-notch polketeers. So I end up bowling with these guys, and we played a card game called Sheephead all the time. And there was a guy, uh, he's actually come out here before to play at Canyon Lake Senior Center, and I haven't seen him since then. But uh, we were drinking beer in a place called Danny's Bar. Now, this guy had his own polka show, and he was really good really good and he goes uh, hey what do you think of this other band he told me the band's name and just in case they hear it online I'm not going to use their band name I said oh they're pretty good yeah they're good polketeers he goes what do you think of the lead singer and I said she ought to have her bleeping larynx cut out (laughs) and he goes yeah that's my sister We were going to talk about signs of intelligence, but uh, Summer found something way better to talk about, and it's a denim thong. Yeah, Gene yeah. Thor, Gene <laughs> Thor thong. <laughs> they yes. better stuttering. <laughs> uh, so they just hit social media apparently, but a Chinese website called Sheen dot com is selling them. That's a great website. Yeah, it's, and it's cheap. You know, cheap. Timmy, who Miss Fashion. Yeah. in our office, yeah, she shops yeah. there. Yeah, she does. Sounds a little sus, but I, okay. I wonder if she has a pair already. 
Maybe. Maybe. Well, probably not. They come in sizes 4 through 14. And Timmy is just a tiny little. She's zero. She's like a 2 or a 1 at best. So you're out of luck, Brandon. But... And they're they're sold out. You can't really? get them right now. Yeah, that's how popular what? they are. How are they sold out? They sound they sound painful. And where would you wear this? Everywhere. But I mean, like you have okay, so you have a denim thong. Does it even have pockets in the front? Can no. you do anything with them? No. You know? And and then what? You'd have to wear your fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> but and then you'd also have to like where you wear I don't understand, like you walk around town with just your denim thong? Well, they're selling them as a low rise booty denim shorts. So it's not necessarily a thong, they're low rise booty shorts. What kind of event would you you'd be like, Oh, I gotta go get stock my show my denim thong because blah blah's coming to town. You'd Maybe. wear them to stock show. With your boots. Oh, Sturgis Rally all day. Ooh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yep. Yeah. Make but sure I, to come to Rally Point if you, you ever do You put some bedazzle that. boots on at the stock show, put your denim thong on, like a, oh. And get a nice long duster. Oh, yeah. 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 Get some denim pasties oh. to match. Yeah. Well, that'd be tough, too, because then if it rained, though, because you know how denim is when it gets wet. Oh, yes. It gets heavy. And some of you girls, when you walk by me, might be a problem, too. <laughs> <laughs> you won't catch me in one of those, that's for sure. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, so they're only twelve dollars and fifty cents. That's, oh, that's not, not bad. bad. Yeah, no. Yeah. We could get a, a few of them and sew them together. Yeah. You could wear one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll make my own pair. Thank you very much. It's time for our Tuesday teacher spotlight. Who we got? Yeah, Brianna sent one in about a teacher. She said teachers are the most important people in a child's life. A teacher doesn't just educate and share their knowledge and wisdom, but acts as a parent figure to help inspire and motivate a student individually and academically. And I think we should steal that because that is very well worded for exactly what a teacher means in your life. 100%. Yeah. And so she said, I didn't like high school. I didn't like it much at all. It was very hard to find a teacher who can I could connect with. But that changed when I met Mr. Lapp. I was so happy that I had him twice as a teacher throughout my high school years because he has so many qualities that are admirable. He has a passion for teaching and is so empathetic in which he loves helping kids academically and emotionally. He is so enthusiastic and engaging with every class he teaches. It's so hard for anyone to hate him. His classes were so creative and organized that I got all my work done while enjoying it. I can go on and on about his qualities, but they are just so many admirable qualities for Mr. Lapp, and that is why he is my favorite teacher. Thank you, Mr. Lapp, for making a difference in my life. So, that was super awesome. Shout out to Mr. Lapp. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. We should talk to this guy. We should meet him. Yeah. I don't know. She didn't say what school, when, what. I don't know how old Brianna is. Maybe she's still in high school. Maybe she's just out. I don't I don't know. She oh. didn't specify. Well, shout out to Mr. Lapp either way. Sounds like a good teacher. I've had teachers like that in my life. You know, they make a huge yeah. impact on you and you can relate to them and you feel connected to them and exactly. it helps you out. While well, you're in here, Stitch, who was your favorite teacher? I had a few of them, specifically like towards my 11th and 12th grade year because I was struggling, um, not with school, but struggling with other things and where i quit going to school and there's just teachers that would reach out to me and check on me so they're, they're nice yeah that's super cool yeah kind of sounds like this i mean brianna was starting to head down that same kind of path yeah. where she wasn't really finding herself in school she wasn't connecting with the teachers mm-hmm. you know it sounds like and and mr lap stepped up and and made a difference in her life which who knows if she would have chose the other path right what yeah. could happen for so. sure yeah thank you to mr lap if you have a teacher you'd like us to spotlight send it our way Amy at theroadhouseam.com.
Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.